Heavyweight Champion, this is the Champions Here Show. And uh, we got a special guest here today, Jay Fulford, a.k.a. Fulf in the building. What's going on? What's going on? All right, all right. Pleasure to be on the show. Thanks Yo, for having me. Pleasure to have you here, brother. All right. Um, so, <laughs> so, Jay, uh, please tell me a, a little bit about yourself, you know, to all introduce. Right. Well, my name is Jason Fulford, uh, born and raised in Brooklyn, downtown Gowanus. Um, definitely got a passion for being an educator. I've been in the education system for about 15 years now. Uh, mm -hmm. So, you know, I love working with youth, seeing okay. them grow, okay. uh, being a positive leader, positive example. Um, and, you know, I'm doing a lot right now. Uh, I know you're aware of some of the things that I'm doing. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So as an educator, so do you teach or do you like just oversee a program? Well, right now I'm the coordinator of community programs at the school that I work at, and I also work with recruitment and uh, doing some restorative justice work, uh, some restorative practices, so bringing that to the school as well. Okay, okay, okay. And um, I know that you are a runner. Yes, sir. You're a runner. <laughs> so let me tell you something. I considered myself a runner just because you know I'm running to the park you know fitness and whatnot but until I ran with this guy I was like wow you know compared to what he does because I thought it was running and then he just turned it up a notch and just you know <laughs> left me in the dust you know what I mean but it's all good I'm working to that level though but nah but um tell us uh, a little bit about like the process what it takes to be a runner yeah well uh I definitely been running since 2017 I got into it um I, I ran for my school. I ran a marathon okay. uh, to raise some money for the school that I work at, Community Roots Charter School, which is located in Fort Greene, Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, and then I just got that strength, man, from the motivation of having the kids, you know, excited about me running a marathon. And once I ran a marathon, I linked up with Black Men Run. Okay. And, you know, just wanted to be that positive example in my community. And we run through New York, so it's like, we representing everywhere, you That's know, dope. changing the narrative of a black man. That's and, uh, you know, the media don't like to portray things like that. So I right. take pride in being out there with my brothers and really showing what we capable of. And that's running marathons, being strong. And like my boy Nip said, you know, the marathon continues. Marathon so continues. in all aspects of life, you know, the, it's a marathon. So absolutely training my body and mind to run, I think, has just kind of boosted me and, and now I'm ready for a lot of things I wasn't prepared for so I'm blessed to be a runner and um how has running um changed your mindset because you know it takes a lot of mental yeah. energy and stamina to just do you know running um well I actually think running is more about the mindset and more about what you tell yourself you can do um I think that once you're aware that your body could put yourself through 26 miles, you know, 26.2 miles to be exact. And I'm a three-time marathon. Oh, runner, talk to him. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> New York twice and Chicago once. Um, okay. And it's like once you realize you can do that, I felt like I tapped into something special. And not physically, but mentally. Mm. And, uh... You know, it's like everything in life. I try to apply that extra mile. Let me go that extra mile. Because right. I done did it. You know what I'm saying? Like, literally. Right. Like, I done did 26.2 miles in a row. So, I know I could go that extra mile. And it's something that 
you know, when you're out there, I, f- I feel like your body is about to break down, but your mm. mind has to tell you, like, I can carry myself. So I try to apply that to all aspects in life, and I try to share that with people. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because I think sometimes we program to limit ourselves, when in all actuality, we only go in, like, 10% most of the time. Correct. We, we, we got a lot more in the tank. So, you know, I'm just glad I found that. And it's also been the fountain of youth for me, man. I'm about mm. to be 39 next week. And, wow. uh Feeling that, great. That's like 25, right? <laughs> 39. Yo, when I started running with you guys, I was thinking the same thing, man. That's crazy. You put me to shame, bro. <laughs> Track running for four years. I'm like, yo, I can yeah. really keep up with these guys. Yeah. Nah, this guy, yo, he's, he's, he's on another level. So talk more about um, black men run because I know that um, you use that as an anchor and as a, mm-hmm. a, something that catapults you into activism. So just let's, let's talk about how that started. Well, you know, I had a friend that was part of Black Men Run, my boy Akeem, who's doing wonderful things right now, man. He has a workout group that they meet up every day, and I'm just so proud of him, so I wanted to take the time to really shout him out, because one thing that he's doing during this pandemic is he's bringing the sense of community back, and uh, I feel like that's what it's about, and with my Black Men Run group, it was like, you know, in the running world, especially as a black man, you kind of feel a little excluded from certain groups. And uh, when I ran with them one time, I just knew that was the brotherhood that I wanted to be a part of. And, um, you know, they they pushed me and and helped me through training for that first marathon. So, And I also feel like they kind of got me to meet a lot of people through running because we're a big part of the culture, you know what I'm saying, as black men run. And and being that group of black men that that has this positive, glistening look when we run through... You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. it's like, it's some power to it. And we do hood runs once a month. Like we'll be in Brownsville, East New York. Because we want to sh- spread that energy, that love, you know? Okay. And that's kind of what got me into doing the Run for Justice, which is coming up July 18th. You know, okay. mark your calendars. Mm-hmm. Um, uh-huh. And people can sign up. Uh, you can look, look me up at jfuf, J-A-Y-F-U-F 15. Um, and the link is in my bio, so you can get all of that information. Because um, you could do the run virtually as well. You don't have to join us on that day. Okay. Uh, you could do it from wherever you're at. And uh, just so that people could know a little background about myself, Eric Garner was my cousin. Right. You know, which you know we'll and all aware of. Yeah, and, uh, you know, recently I've been very outspoken after uh, the recent events with George Floyd. And actually, uh, the New Yorker magazine did a piece on me. And, um, you know, that was the first time I really kind of allowed myself to be super vulnerable and tell that true story. And uh, a big reason for that is because I just feel like, you know, I grew up in Gowanus and I think that sometimes we carry a lot of trauma because we don't talk about things, you know, and and it's like kind of looked down upon in our communities on the kind of things we should talk about being like masculine and, you know, having to like kind of have this hardcore persona. So a big part of me speaking out is to try to help people understand that it's all right to be vulnerable at times. And and sometimes that vulnerability could turn into somebody else's strength. Right. You know? So no, I'm hoping my story could really reach people. And, uh, you know, I just, everything I try to do is like in memory of Eric. And that's why I feel like I got to do that run once a year. And luckily I teamed up with, uh, so that shirt you got on, the We Run Kings County, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, that's a product of the Running Edge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, which I have um, 
uh, it's a running group that we have, and it's more of a running company that we do work with the youth and also do work with communities. Uh, so that's so it's the Running Edge, and we're partnered with Overthrow New York City, right. which has a facility in Manhattan, and uh, they're a great organization. And my friend Power Malu, he decided to do the Run for Justice a couple of years ago. Right. So I reached out to him last year and said, you know, it's going to be Eric's fifth year anniversary in July. I would love to team up with you and do a run for justice. So we did our first one last year. Um, we had over 100 runners come out on a 96 degree, degree mm. day, which right. was crazy. Right, right, right. Because, you know, they still came to show love, even though it was sweltering hot outside. And we ran the streets of Flatbush, you know. Right. And, let, um, and the runs is, like, geared to show... And, and speak on like the injustices that are going on in our communities. You know what I'm saying? Because right. Eric isn't the only person, especially like me myself personally, has lost to police brutality. When I was 13 years old, my friend Nicholas Hayward Jr. was killed by a police officer because he was playing with a toy gun yeah. in a stairway. You know, so wow. in 1994, when I'm 13, he's 13. You know, I kind of really understood that police aren't out here to protect and serve us. And we're already viewed it in society as a threat at 13. You know, and that right. was a harsh reality, but it was something that I learned real quick, though. You know, I had to swallow that. And uh, that's, why I, that's why I feel like it's important for me to really keep this fight going and keep this momentum going that's, that's out here because, you know, I believe I'm a leader that could create change. And I think leaders build up other leaders. You know right. what I'm saying? I'm not looking for no followers, you know what I'm saying? I'm looking for the future leaders, so, you know, that's what I think my calling is, and I'm going to stay true to that. No, that's what's up. That's, that's what's well said, man. Yeah, yeah. definitely. You know, <laughs> I was going to say, you touched on a couple of things we talked about last episode. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Because we talked about uh, police brutality, and I just, on the last episode, I was just letting people know that don't get misconstrued for what police are. They're created to harass, and they're not... They're not here to fight crime. They're here to respond to crime. Yes. That's why they're called first responders. Yeah. So in the community, you know, it's a double-edged sword. I get what, you know, what's going on with the police and whatnot. But I truly believe that it is our responsibility to police ourselves. It is. Uh, you know? I, I totally agree with that. And that's why, you know, you, you guys know me personally. And one thing that I take pride in is holding myself accountable. Correct. And I think that that's where a lot of this work begins, you know, and uh, I'll share that at a time. I feel like I was a poison in my community, you know what I'm saying? And I wasn't holding myself accountable. I was doing things that I know was self, you know, it was self-serving. It wasn't right. serving my community. And I think that that's another reason why, like, me knowing that I've been on that side, it, it kind of gives me more energy to go in this direction that I'm going in now as far as really building up the youth, you know, helping them understand that you could do things like running, meditation, you know, yoga, things that aren't really mm -hmm. typical that you see in the hood. And also a big thing is, you know, I, I, I turned vegan some years uh -huh. ago, maybe like going on two years, and uh, it's changed my life because I'm, I'm aware of what I'm eating. And I think that's another thing. A lot of our communities are food deserts, and it's something that right. needs to change, you know? Because right. if you only have an option that's not going to help you or benefit you <coughs> nutritionally, like, how, how are you supposed to succeed out here? Absolutely, yeah. So, basically, I know that 
having the right foods will help you develop mentally, you know, because mm-hmm. you don't, you don't chemi- your brain doesn't chemically mature until your mid to late 20s. Yes. You know what I mean? So if you're not eating, don't have the proper diet, sleeping at the right times, this can create certain mental issues that we have into the hood. And mm-hmm. I'm not necessarily a sympathetic person. I'm an empathetic person. Yeah. But now I'm growing and I'm understanding that people have problems and sometimes it's not what you see on the surface. There's other things going on, you know, in, you know, underneath the surface. So we know that the community, we have mental health issues. So you want to speak on certain issues um, that you feel that? I mean, I'm definitely it? someone that tries to speak up about mental health because I know the impact that it has on people. You know what I'm saying? And I know that it could come in, in various ways. You know, like what you were saying, it could be as, it could be based on a bad diet, you right. know? And it's just driving you crazy and, and you don't know what's going on, but it's actually your diet that's changing your mood all the time, you know, that's your mental, fact. your mind. So it's like, you know, let us just try to understand the power of what we ingest. And I say that not only food wise, though, I say what we listen to, what we watch. And I think our youth really needs to get back in the habits of reading a lot more, um, you know, because you could. You could kind of control what you're reading. I think when you're focusing on a screen, the people behind that screen is focusing on, uh, you know, they're creating what you're focused on. That's program. You know, the yeah, they program you. Exactly. That's you what know, it's so, TV so at least program. with, uh, with, you know, a book, you can choose which book you want to read. You could choose what you want to learn about. So uh, I feel like don't just think what you're ingesting is the food. You know what I'm saying? It's way bigger than that. It's about what you eat, but also what you're seeing, you know, the images you're putting in your head. And, uh, you know, let's just keep trying to talk about these things that need to change because we know that there's a lot of growth that needs to happen in certain communities. And I feel like food is just another hurdle added to that layer, you know? No, I 100% agree. Ever since I made the, the change where before I was doing construction, and working in the city mm-hmm. and just seeing all of the advertisement even though I'm walking to the train and going home all of those things are entering my subconscious and ever since that I made the change I believe that you talking about people say changing your diet or, or no, my mental diet, diet. Oh, okay. this is just mm-hmm. what we're talking about with it's not just what you eat it's the things that you're watching it's what the things that you're reading mm-hmm. what you're yeah, seeing what you're hearing mm-hmm. you know by changing my mental diet Switching the music because I listen to the Afro beats. I listen to classical music, just like I listen to hip hop and I listen to R and B. Listen to alternative music. Yeah. So just changing those things have changed my my brain chemistry has helped me in my success. You yeah. Know? So. And and I'll be real with you. You're one of the people that you know has come into my life and has shown me the importance of reading. You know what I'm right. saying? Appreciate and, that. And uh, you know, just having more facts available through reading. You know, and I feel like that's another thing, man. We're so quick to just, oh, yeah, I heard that from somebody else. Let me repost that. Or right. let me let me tell somebody else that. Like, when are we going to fact check each other a little more? You know right. what I'm saying? Because this ain't a time to just be following and listening to all kind of information. This is a real time to be about facts. Right. And, a lot and of fake we, news out there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And we've been, especially the black community, we've been robbed of so much real history. 
So it's like, we're already kind of behind. You know what I'm saying? Because right, we've right, been right, taught. Right. Like, why was I taught Christopher Columbus was a hero? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, right, right. what's that about? Why wasn't I taught about Shirley Chisholm, who was the first black woman to run for president? Or mm. the first woman to run for president? Because we go to her park, you know, sometimes. Right. Yeah. And the thing is, I want to... And I know because I don't know, I know there's other people who don't know. Definitely. You definitely put me on to Shirley Chisholm because that's a park that we run to um, on Saturdays. Yes, sir. And when you asked me that, I didn't know. So can you speak on a little bit on who she is? And I mean, she, she, ran, she was the first woman to run for president. And she was a black woman, very outspoken woman. Wow. I'm not going to pretend like I, I know more than I know about right. her. Right, right. But I do know that she's somebody that I would love for us to find out more about and share more about because that's an important piece of history. You okay. know, that she was the first woman to run for president, but also the first black woman. You know what I'm saying? So Definitely yeah. yeah, and I believe it was nineteen seventy two, but again if somebody could fact could, check me. You know, but uh, <laughs> but definitely a very outspoken person, especially about politics. You know right. what I'm saying? And the injustices that lied within politics and trying to be a person that would change. 1968. That. 68. Yeah. I was close. Yeah, you were very close. You know? 70s. Actually, she was sorry. 68. She was elected for Congress. I apologize. You were right. 72. 72. All right. 72 was when you know? she ran for presidential election. Mm. But I still appreciate the fact check because we got to the bottom of that. Question. Absolutely, absolutely, you know? absolutely. And it's it's a lot of history we don't know. You know what I'm saying? That I think has been hidden from us. You know, right. and and things that just I think would be important for our youth to see. You know what I'm saying? Because that's one thing the the media really controls the narrative. You know of how the black men and women are portrayed, and it's sad because. We know, you know what I'm saying, what we're capable of, you know, even in our communities, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, like I always talk about, I've met people in Gowanus that have given me so much knowledge, you know what I'm saying? And right. they didn't go to Harvard or Yale, you know what I'm saying, right. or Ivy League school. But I'll tell you, though, they have as much knowledge because they're self-educated and really took the time out to get an authentic and real education and dug a little deeper so, you know, they were able to share some things with me that I feel like I would have never learned, you know? Right. And that's another thing I want to celebrate more of, you know? Like, let's go into these communities and celebrate people that, one, make an impact, because I know there are people that do that, and two, that have knowledge to give others, you know? Right. And that's why I'm a big advocate of, like, we need more, uh, like, facilities, you know what I'm saying? We need to buy more property that we could use as spaces where we could have these kind of talks, share history, build up our youth, mentoring. You know what I'm saying? Because I think a lot of it now needs to lie on us. We can't wait for somebody to, to give our youth a better future. You know? Right, right, right. Like, I think we really need to take control. And that's why with the organization that I'm coming out with, uh, it's going to be the J Soul organization. And uh, the soul, S-O-L-E, stands for spreading out love equally. Spreading out love, that's dope. And uh, a lot of it is going to be about just making sure that we're, get, we're spreading out the resources equally. Because I feel like, you know, right now, right with this movement, a lot of people are saying, like, yeah, we love black people. Show me. Share your resources. 
You know what I'm saying? Right. And and I'm gonna do my part because I know there's funds out there to get the kids the things that they need. And and with my organization, I'm gonna work with people on doing our best to get all our resources together and spread them out in through communities that are in need. Okay. Um, so talk more about this organization. So this only what is it called? Is it like a business? Is it a nonprofit? This is, it's gonna be a nonprofit, and it's gonna be under my parents' organization. Okay. It's gonna be under their umbrella. They have an organization. They have an organization called Brooklyn Youth Association. Okay. And it's going on thirty years that they've had the organization, and they've just run like sports programs for kids in the community, you know, and that's been. Uh, going strong for like I believe it's 28 years now. 28 years. Yeah. Dope, dope, dope. Yeah, that's fire. So you know, it's just kind of building on that, carrying the legacy that my parents have left for me. You know, and and they're they're my mom is gonna be the vice president, and my okay. dad's gonna be the treasurer. So they're gonna be heavily involved in this organization, cause I really look to their guidance. Uh, and you know, I really, my parents, I just gotta big them up because. You know, I kind of went left. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, At right, one right. point in my life, and they really ain't give up on me. You know what I'm saying? Right, as much right. as they tried to, because they both grew up in Gowanus and wound up working so hard to get out. Mm-hmm. And then I was just attracted to things that I sh- probably shouldn't have been attracted to. But I, I say probably because I feel like I did and I could give so much experience now to others. So maybe it wasn't the worst thing. You maybe, know? Maybe not. Listen, maybe everything not. happens for a reason. It's exactly. a part of it's a part of who made you who you are today so definitely and me personally I love the underdog story you know just from you know coming down coming from the ashes and coming up and just rising to the top I just believe that that's what the championship show is all about just coming from the gutter understanding you know what the plight and what it it takes to move up to the top you know what I mean it's not something that's just given to you and I just be fight. So talk about um a little bit about the J Soul um the, the organization the, or the oh, brand. The, the, the brand. So the brand just got the LLC, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna be dropping some merch soon. So I'm excited <laughs> nice. about that. You nice. know. Nice. So nice. y'all, you know, I'm gonna make sure y'all fly and looking okay. right out here, especially <laughs> during our, yeah okay. that athleisure. You that know what I'm saying? 100%, 100%. Uh, so people just look out for the J Soul brand though, cause my real goal is. For eventually, for the proceeds, like a percentage of that will go right into the organization once that's everything dope. is set up with the organization. That's dope. That's mm-hmm. dope. That's dope. All right, guys. You know that's uh, basically we gotta just wrap things up. Hey, Foof, do me a favor. Is there anyone that you want to shout out um, before we get off? Um, my partner that I talked about with the running edge. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Oh, yeah, with the shirt right yeah. I just want to shout him out because I know he's going through a rough time right now, man. He lost his pops. And I just want to say, like, he's taught me so much. You know what I'm saying? And he's been such a mentor. He's just a year older than me, but in such a little bit period of time, he's taught me so much. And okay. about, like, just understanding the culture more, understanding history more. And I just want to say, man, Coach Toussaint, man, thank you, brother. You know what I'm saying? Dope, because dope, dope, dope. He's, a, he's been a super influential person in my life. And I just, the fact that you asked for one person, like my heart is really with him right now. So I, I felt the need to, to bring him up. Okay. Okay. Um, definitely I want to shout out um, Long Champ Training. 
Definitely shout out. We're gonna collab on that too, man. Long time training, J So look out for that collab. Yeah, yeah, yeah man, look out for us. Look out for us. We've been training for a little while. You know we have I mean? been. Results uh, coming soon. Absolutely, know? absolutely, absolutely. Gabe, is there anybody you want to shout out? Uh, just a shout out to the viewers, shout out to the listeners, shout out to to everybody. Um, shout out to what else? Uh, AP AP Records, yeah, definitely doing mm-hmm. his thing. Um, segueing and doing his own thing with the interviews, and I'm learning so much from him. Also, mm-hmm. uh, shout out to um, Longchamp Success LLC. We're moving properties, so. If you're definitely looking for a house, we're definitely doing that. Mm-hmm. We're moving also to different ventures. And Mr. Longchamp about to get in there too. Oh yeah, you know Mr. Mean? Longchamp. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Definitely in jumping in there, you know. Yeah. So yeah, man. Just, again, shout out to the listeners. Shout out to the viewers. Appreciate your support. Thank you for all the people who are just being activists and fighting. Shout out to those protesters. You know, the Black Lives Matter movement. We're definitely doing our thing. I feel like we're moving the power right now. Yes, yeah, about Black Power. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. And uh, lastly, just don't forget to hit that like and subscribe button. Cheers.